Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Swingman Pod. We're joined here by Ryan, Stephen, and Manny. Um, welcome to the first, the inaugural episode of the Swingman Pod. We're very excited to start this here, this journey, um, just talking about basketball. Uh, well, I think we're going to go ahead and introduce ourselves. Um, I'm Alain, um, one of the OGs here. Uh, love that Miami Heat, like all of us. And uh, I don't know what else to say, so I'm going to go ahead and pass it over to Ryan. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure we're all, well, no, I know we're all Miami Heat fans. Uh, grew up uh, in South Florida. Uh, I got to say, though, my favorite memory's got to be when Rayon clutched the pointer. I was at like 12 years old and I still remember that day. I remember where I was. I remember everything about that moment. It doesn't get better than that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we were all crying right before that shot, right? <laughs> yeah. We were all about to turn the TV off. <laughs> the ropes were coming out already. Pretty bad. Well, my name is Manny. Uh, I've been a Heat fan since, I'm going to be honest, since LeBron came. You know, before that, I didn't really watch basketball. Um, also a depressed CP3 fan, so it doesn't really get any any worse for me. Um, yeah, that's about it. I love basketball. I love talking about basketball, so I hope you guys enjoy what we have here for you guys. All right, guys, what's up? My name is Wilder Fleeter, Wade Flight. I'm a Dwayne Wade fan, biggest Dwayne Wade fan out there. 2008, my first heat game. Fell in love with this man and the sport. Uh, my biggest basketball memories, Dwayne Wade's game winners on my birthday. He's hit two of them. First one over Ben Simmons, and then the second one against the Warriors, the crazy fader, bro. So that was on your birthday. Yeah, both of those were on my birthday. That's, that's kind of crazy. Wow. So yeah. that's, 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 crazy. that's why those are my most memorable yeah, ones. That is so. kind of crazy. That is yeah. that is crazy. that is actually crazy coincidence. What are well, the odds of that though? Like two game winners I on know. the same day, and they were, they were back to back years. Like, yeah, that's gotta be like what a year that's apart, cool. two years apart. That is cool. That is cool. That's that crazy. We didn't even memorable. know that. We didn't even that's know crazy. that. Would, that would look be at that. Memorable. Learning something new about our yeah, own guys. We gotta follow those clips later. Those are fire. All right, guys. Well, you guys know we're in the playoffs right now. Kind of a weird time to start this podcast, but we thought, why not? Right. Yes, height, the height of the basketball season right now is the damn playoffs. Um, what do we feel right now about the Miami Heat versus the Celtics? We just watched Game One. Oh. Uh, any standout performances? I mean, like, let's just start off with like, how do, how, what are our feelings right now? Jimmy there's Butler. This, yeah, there's this guy that plays in Miami. Uh, his is the Jimmy. best player in the playoffs, yeah. and there is no, no debate about it. Jimmy Butler is the man in the playoffs right now, and that's it. It's just no more to it than that. What's he averaging? Like thirty a game now? Twenty nine, like twenty nine point eight seven. Let's just say thirty, like bro. Five. Thirty seven and five. It's just oh. insane. It don't matter what he's averaging, bro. He dropped 41 last game. That's all you need to know. The biggest stage when it matters most, bro, people saying he's not a superstar. Just yeah. look what the man's doing. In the playoffs, I mean, he becomes his, a superstar, uh, bro. This is his fourth 40-point game this playoffs, I believe. Uh, I think two fourth against fifth, I saw. Atlanta, one against Philly, one against Boston. That's all right. I think it I think it is four, but you know what's even crazier? He's had zero 40-point games uh last season. And he's already had yeah, in the regular season. He has five now in the playoffs. And the crazy part is he's dropping 40 with no threes. Maybe one or two. No, he has zero threes. Yeah, he has zero threes. I think he shot one. But he, he shot he two, make it. 41 points with yeah. no threes. He has 17, uh, 17 free ones, though. Can't guard him. 17 free throws. Out of 18. Yeah, that's, 17 so that, for 18, I think though. That's what makes the, the series so interesting is that 
Jimmy Butler, like, uh, I, some people on Twitter will call him like a fall merchant, like James Harden or Joel Embiid. But I, I think the difference is, is that no shade. But when Joel Embiid was getting covered by Gabe Vincent, he's flopping, trying to get foul calls. What do you mean no Jimmy shade? Butler. That's full shade. You're 7'1", 250, and you're going <laughs> to flop on Gabe. 250, he's 280. Oh, well, 280. Point, All right, prove my point, point is, is Jimmy Butler is driving to the paint, and yeah, like he could sell, but he's it's his physicality that's getting into the line, and he's knocking him down. I think he shot 19 times and made 17 of them, so he's making him count as well. All right, guys. Well, what are your what what plays stood out the most from this game? Defensive, mm. offensive. Oh, I mean, like the best have... play. I mean, for it, me, it, it, I, I, it, yeah, you go first. You go for, first. For me, it was the play where um, Peyton Pritchard was trying to do a dribble handoff with, I believe it was Brown, and Bam got switched on to Brown, and then. Bam had denied it twice. Finally, Brown gets the ball, blows by Bam, but Bam is not going to give up, right? Bam is Bam, but Bam is the snubbed a defensive player of the year. So he tracks down Brown and then pins Thanks. it against the damn crease of the board and gets that chase down block. That, that was my favorite play. That's probably arguably the craziest defensive play of that yeah. game. The best. In the, in, in the third quarter, there was like three straight possessions where it was like two of them where Jimmy stole the ball and the other one where Victor Old the people stole the ball. Like three or four possessions straight that we got to steal. I believe in this game there was uh, twenty total blocks and like eighteen steals, something crazy like that. Combined from both teams. What do you guys think, Manny and Steven, about what what kind of or if you can't find a, can't think of a performance, think of a player besides Jimmy Butler that really impressed you. I think on either Gabe, team. Gabe Gabe Vincent really earned my respect. Gabe Vincent. Gabe Vincent came out. In that third, in the first second quarter, you know, it was everyone was kind of iffy. Tyler Hero came out; he set the tone when he came out in that first quarter, brought us back. We were down about eight points, but he just brought yeah. the momentum, brought the speed in. Everybody, you know, got back into the game. But Gabe Vincent during that second half, helping down low with Robert Williams on Bam, he got like two uh, little strips down there. He he was just really active on the ball. Great help side blocks. defense. They kind of those blocks. Like he stole it. Yeah, but he had zero steals blocks. at the end of the game. Also, I thought they were all steals, but they kind of yeah, blocks. they all look like steals. <clears throat> I guess, yep. I guess on that play, Robert Williams, he was going up. I guess they thought it was a block since he was yeah. going up. I don't know. Whatever. That could be it. He had three. He had three blocks. Yeah, they kind of them as blocks. Okay, it was three like blocks. Robert I mean, Williams. Bar, <laughs> that's crazy. Hit a three block blocks party. for a point guard is crazy. Yeah. He had a twenty-three, a plus twenty-three. Like he was, he balled out. He balled out. He Jimmy completely had, outplayed. Who was their starting point guard? Derek White and Peyton Pritchard. He completely outplayed the both of them. It's just outclassed it. Gabe off the yeah. bench with 17 points, three assists, two rebounds. Five for 10, 50% efficiency from the field. Not bad. That's really good for off the bench. I mean, I'm sorry, starter. Yeah, yeah. My bad. Um, what do you guys think about Tyler? Minutes. Tyler? Uh, I mean, I, I personally I think Tyler it could be mentioned as a player of the game because, dude, without him, I think it's a blowout. Bro, after – um, wait, let me show a picture of the guy. Dude, after this guy made a three, he hit a three in the corner and they went up 11. This guy right here – oh, wait, wrong person. Hold up. Oh, this guy? What? This guy here right here. <laughs> that was bad, <laughs> And this guy hit a three in the, in the corner. 
when that guy hit a three in the corner. That Yo, I thought the momentum went towards the Celtics. Bro, then Tyler came in. He hit a three. He kept the game close, bro. And after that, the he would just say, like, all right, the first half is yours, but wait till the third quarter comes in. Wait till, wait till Haslam spits on us. Wait till Haslam starts yelling at us. And the he just turned up in the third quarter. So yeah, Tyler, uh, Tyler did a great job uh, in that. First, I can't say for the second quarter or excuse me, the second half. I didn't pay too much attention. But in that first half, the, the Celtics played a lot of drop coverage. So whenever Tyler's driving in and he's in that mid-range area, he's by himself. No, uh, Grant Williams and, Robin Will- uh, and Robert Williams, they're both in the paint. And he, he had like three or four floaters right there in the, uh, in the free throw line. And that area Dude. and that that kind of helped help us stay in it in the first half. when you when you see hero coming off a screen and he runs towards that left corner mid-range area and he pulls up that's the one yeah. it's gonna go in 80 percent of the time yeah that's my, he, my he ended up with 18 points in 27 minutes off the bench i remember his first his first points when we were down and we needed a savior you know what he did he went off the screen i think it was bam who set the screen or maybe it was deadman he went off the screen put up the three the heat arena went crazy so i think i'd agree with you steven without i mean hero gave us some hope there not gonna lie no without him the momentum shifted like we had hope when he was in the game second half different story he i'm sorry for the word he played absolutely garbage but i was gonna say he had 18 but it was like a quiet 18. he he literally made i think three free throws in the second half and that's it speaking of momentum shifts going into halftime that he were down eight points surprisingly only eight points and then when we came back from the halftime, third quarter, we scored 39 points and they scored 13. 14. We scored them by, or 14, we just, I scored them by 25 points. What does Great. that say about the Heat's composure? Is it, is it, I mean, yeah, just go ahead and answer that question first. You going to go first. You guys want to go? You can go ahead. I don't know. We just came a long way from the third quarter days. You guys remember like 2018, 19, 20? Those third quarters were our worst. Mm-hmm. And this season, we really turned that around because yeah. after halftime, we've had some of our best uh, best Miami Heat basketball this season. And yeah, you got to give props to both. Yeah, for sure. Props to Spoke and a bunch of the other locker room leaders. Like, yeah, Kyle Lowry didn't play, but if you think he's quiet at halftime, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, like, I, he, I, he's I, like a true locker room leader. Uh, uh, and, you know, guys like that, they have to probably – you know, smack the other guys around, and, yeah. and you know, you guys know what I'm saying. I don't know what I'm saying. No, of course, yeah. no, we understand. What you're <laughs> no, I'm just saying, pretty much. I just think the Celtics maybe got like tired, like gave up, and the Heat just woke up, bro. Because to be honest, I think the Celtics realized that they just played a game seven. Like the Heat just do the even the first half. Then the Celtics almost scored like a record points in the paint or whatever. Forty-two points. Yeah, in they the have paint. How many points shot were they? Like four points from they the record. They were tied for the most, bro. Tatum was lobbing every, every possession he drove and lobbed. Like, we were getting cooked back there. Yeah. I mean, we, we tightened up. He said, no more. And that's it. And the Celtics gave up. So, I, I got a question for you guys. How do you think this looks when Marcus Smart and Al Horford are back for the Celtics? Because uh, I feel like Marcus Smart – Yeah, Marcus Smart is going to help a lot because we did get a lot of points on the switch on Payton Pritchard. Payton Pritchard got sure. absolutely yeah. destroyed, which is – Probably not what they wanted, but they had to play Peyton Pritchard. I think he played. No, I don't think he played. I'm looking at it right here. He played 30 minutes. I mean, I'm pretty sure he's never played 30 minutes before because uh, Derek White was underperforming like crazy. And Derek White is a pretty good defender, in my opinion. 
but he, he, he's for sure an above average defender. He's a good yeah. defender, and he's and he's tall for his for his position. Yeah. But he's just he wasn't performing on the offensive side, and I, obviously on the defensive side neither. And J- Jimmy Butler just had a crazy night, but he just they kept getting that switch on Peyton Pritchard, and there's not much you can do when you're five yeah. nine. So yeah, that's. I think yeah, Jimmy had a great game. I just I'm very curious to see how that when Peyton Pritchard gets switched for Marcus Smart, how that would look for Jimmy Butler. Dude, in my opinion, if if your depth when your two most important players are out is a rookie in Naismith who's gotten first of all no minutes in the playoffs and barely in the regular season, I just think the deeper teams is still gonna have the advantage. Because yeah. we just have different matchups that we can go to regardless. I mean, Marcus Smart is definitely going to put pressure on Tyler and our guards. I don't think Gabe's going to be as, as what's it called, as comfortable doing his thing. But I don't think I don't think Marcus Smart will be on, on Gabe Vincent, honestly. No, I know. I'm saying if they keep switching or whatever, like if, if they're constantly switching, like because the Celtics do normally play a switch defense. They'll yeah. occasionally do drop covers like Ryan said. But if they're constantly switching like that, it's going to put a little bit more pressure. So we just have to attack more and make our shots. Now, I heard you guys mention a little bit earlier when I, when I asked that question about halftime, um, Haslam being a locker room leader, and that's huge for us and, and um, for the Heat. Um, do you think it's entirely on Haslam and, and, those, and those locker room leaders, or do you think it has a lot to do with, or is, is it a testament for Eric Spolstra's coaching ability as well? No, Coach Spo, Coach Spo showed he, because at the end of the day, the plays are made by Coach Bo, you know, our, our players give us hope. They, you know, they strike a chord that Coach Bo can't. By having a veteran like Haslam screaming in your ear, it just it just hits differently than your coach screaming at you. But Coach Bo, he went into the halftime. He adjusted. He made the correct adjustments. He realized what that Boston came out. They came out strong. They came out hustling. They, they basically out-hustled us the first two quarters. Like, you can just see the defense was lazy. Uh, Jason Tatum was just getting free drives, throwing it up to Robert Williams. Robert Williams was outclassing Bam, and we all know that Robert Williams is not better than Bam. And Robert Williams was looking like prime Dwight Howard out there in that first half. Yeah, so, I think that also kind of like uh, going back to what you asked the line. Uh, I think that starts from the top. I think that starts from Pat Riley. Uh, I I think that I think that mentality is a franchise mentality. I think that's why people use the term heat culture. Because I think that starts from the top, that trickles down to Eric Spolstra, and that trickles down to the players. Yeah, like you said, I, I believe Kyle Lowry and Giannis Haslam are those locker leaders, but I still think that guys like Bam Adebayo and Jimmy Butler, and even guys like Tyler Hero, are still they still have that mentality, where it's not just the uh, the vets that you know chew you out. I think everybody is accountable for for how the, the way they play. Yeah, of course. Well, guys, um, after this after this game, uh, we saw. Two players lead each team. Um, on the Heat, it was Jimmy. On the Celtics, it was Jason. Um, who do you guys think? I mean, what has to go right for both teams? Let's let let's start with the Celtics to ensure a series win. Like like, what players have to step up aside from the stars um, on each team? Let's start with the Celtics. I mean, Peyton Pritchard has to be Jesus, like the Celtics fans are saying on Twitter. Bro, I literally saw tweets comparing him to Ray Allen. No, I'm playing. Let me stop saying. They actually said that, but for the Celtics, <laughs> I was like, they actually did. Some, some like guy that. was saying, some guy was saying, Peyton Pritchard. He's like, oh, Peyton Pritchard is disgusting from three. Like, 
He's gonna he's be the re- this is gonna be a Peyton Pritchard series. I'm like, are you kidding me? If we locked up Trey Young, you really think Peyton Pritchard's gonna do that to us? Whatever, let me not sound I delusional. Mean, hey, he had 18. I, I just he don't did. think he's gonna get as many minutes when Marcus Smart yeah. gets yeah. back because even though he I, still made his shots at the end of the game when the Heater of 15. 16 shots. Yeah. Yeah. Bro. But like that, that's what I'm saying. Is like how many is he gonna take next game when Marcus Smart is back? Because let, let's be real, Marcus Smart's the starter and he's mm-hmm. gonna play the majority of the minutes. He's the defensive player of the year. Uh, definitely, but, but to Alain's question, I, I think with Marcus Smart's going to be easier because it's not going to be Tatum bringing up the ball. I don't think Tatum's going to get another six turnovers. Maybe he'll get like three, but uh, Marcus Smart is going to release, release the pressure off of him. So it has to go right for them. They just got to be able to attack the paint and, and keep scoring in the paint like they did against us because that's our weak point. You know, the Heat definitely love giving up threes uh, a lot. So if we're giving up threes and they're able to find ways to attack the paint consistently, uh, the Heat can be easily... Uh, destroyed like that so that's that's one way let's also before we go over um with the heat side of things let's also try to factor in the defense side as well it's not it's not only about offense i mean yeah yeah. for 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 example i think one of the heat one of the players that showed up a lot for the Sixers series for the heat was um oladipo i Mm. believe i believe he has to show up as well last game wasn't really a good game for him but he you know he did his thing in the second half i guess um, I think he has to step up, play some good defense. Um, I thought uh, he played some good defense. He got a couple of good steals. No, no, he, he did. A he did. But, yes. I'm, but but then yeah. offense. But offense, he also had a few turnovers as well. That's what I'm saying. But um, you know, for the the he, I think has to be um, what's his name, Depot and Hero. He Hero stepped it up. Game one, he was non-existent for the majority of the Sixers series, which is okay. But Hero and Depot for me are my picks. To, really turn this over to the heat or yeah. for the heat and i don't count out duncan because duncan definitely puts a lot of pressure on, on the perimeter yeah. that's that's and gonna be a future question future question all right let, no. me, let me just let me, let me stick on yeah the don't worry when, we have when a whole segment about, when we're talking about defense i mean when you look at bus the boston celtics starting five they have five elite defenders one through five they have Marcus Smart, I mean, DPOY. And you don't have to say anything else. Jalen Brown, a tall, lanky, strong two-guard, can guard one through four easily. Jason Tatum can guard the one through four easily. Grant Williams is just a bootlegged P.J. Tucker. He can run the one through four. And Robert Williams, I mean, you guys saw what he did last game. He's a great around-the-rim defender. So I really – got good defenders too. I mean, they got Payton Pritchard, which is – Awful. Derek White, Al Horford, those are above. Oh, yeah, above. Al Horford is. Yeah, Yeah, Tyler here was making Derek White look like a preschooler yesterday. And, I'm sorry. Like, honest, yeah. what, what's scary for me is when Al Horford comes back, let's say he's running the five, Bam's going to have to be on the corner, or he's going to have to be on the perimeter, which opens up the paint. So uh, if they. I'm were, not worried about that. Mm, I am worried about, that, about that due to the fact that Bam had Grant Williams on him a lot last game, and he didn't make any of that mismatch. Well, I, I I'm sorry, but Grant Williams on Bam Adebayo is a mismatch. Here, it's a it mismatch yeah, I mean, anywhere. I, at this point with Bam, I, I'm just going to accept it until we really need his offense because at this point, we don't really, we do need Bam's offense, but that, that'll come in spurts. He'll, he so knows that, when to attack. He's not going to be like super dominant me. every play. That, that's what's scary for me because, uh, I mean, this Heat team goes on spurts where we can't buy a bucket. And if Jimmy's not on, it's going to have to be on our secondary star. And if he's not taking the shots, we don't really have a good chance. Yeah, bro. But the, the thing about the Heat, they pride themselves on defense. Jimmy's literally said it 
in multiple interviews at the end of like the Sixers series. Oh, literally when we were complaining about them not making shots, he'd bring up the fact like, oh, I don't care if we make shots or not. As long as we defend and stop the team from scoring, that's that's all that he care about. I They'll saw find a, the offense. I saw a stat earlier today about, about Bam's usage rate. Um, his his rookie year usage rate was about fifth was about sixteen percent. Um, this playoffs or yeah, this playoffs is about nine percent. Now, what there was to say about that was if you want Jimmy to do Jimmy things, his usage rate is gonna have to be like that. And you know what Bam does to pick up on that or to you know kind of make up on that slack, he brings it on defense, and that's what we need Bam with the most. Or Bam for the most, in my opinion. I feel like we need him on defense because Bam can switch one through five like easy. And, you know, I mean, you saw it with Jason. I mean, he got like, what, three three blocks last game? Mm-hmm. Insane blocks on Tatum. Bam, yeah, Bam had four. Four? Four? I mean, come on, man. Um, so uh, with that being said, I mean, look, we already talked about drop coverage, the switch coverage on the Celtics, you know, I mean, whatever. We're going to do our thing because – Spose a madman, Spose a genius, in my opinion. Now let's just go ahead and jump for the Duncan Robinson talks. What do you, you know? What Ryan? Go ahead, man. What are your thoughts? Do you think we should use Duncan Robinson this series? Uh, what do you think about his status right now? My thoughts about him has always been: if Struce can't knock out a shot, yeah, bring in Duncan. Who cares? Uh, I understand why we don't. Max Struce is a ton better defender. He's taller and he's bigger. So I understand it. And if he's going to shoot just as well, if not better than Duncan, keep Max in. But there were points in like game three or four of the Philly series. I would have really liked to see Duncan Robinson because Max Drew's going to buy a bucket. So in that case, what do you have to lose by bringing Duncan Robinson in, especially with a team like the Boston Celtics, who's they're good def- the perimeter defenders, but they're also going to give a, a lot of open threes. What happened in 2020? Duncan Robinson went off just like Tyler Hero. They got a lot of perimeter shots. I think if they're going to continue to sag off the perimeter and Max Struess is struggling and Victor Oladipo can't score and he's – Victor Oladipo is mostly a, 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 a slasher. So if he's not getting anything, yeah, give Duncan a shot. Why not? I feel like – I feel like his weight – I feel like it's uh, already been too long. Uh, I feel like it's been too – we're like too far gone into the playoffs for Spo to like kind of switch up his stat, his thing. So I feel like if Struess is in foul trouble or Gabe is in foul trouble, I believe we are going to try to try some Duncan minutes. I, do I also think, think if Lowry takes, if Lowry takes longer to get here, they might have to bring in Duncan. But I, I think bring Duncan in for like two minutes, see what happens. Because like, like I said, if the Celtics do switch, you bring in Duncan, you force him to switch. If they don't switch, Duncan keeps running around. While we keep moving the ball around, he's eventually going to find an open shot. And if they do switch, Bam's going to have a mismatch, and that's an easy way for him to attack. Because, I mean, you've seen the Duncan and, and Bam Bam do a work throughout the season. Duncan and Lowry and Hero are, like, the three main guys that mainly pass Bam the ball. That's another reason why his usage rate is pretty low, too, in my opinion. Yep, I agree. But uh, to what Ryan said, uh, Duncan is bigger than Max Struess, if you didn't know that. Max Struess is... Not like... tall. I'm not saying tall. I'm saying, like, bigger, like... You said he was stronger. Max Struess, yeah. is, Max Struess is thick. I, I agree. I agree that Max Struess is on his better option. Stuff, He's so. stronger. I, I agree that Max Struess is the better option just because, I mean, they both they both go hand-in-hand hand shooting. Max Struess gives you a lot more versatility when it comes to defense, spreading the floor because, I mean, I think he's a better slasher and playmaker than – I wouldn't say playmaker, but he's a better slasher than Duncan. 
even though he doesn't really slash. But just the defensive part of it really gives Struess that edge. But I feel like Duncan will get more minutes when Kyle Lowry's back or will start to get minutes when Kyle Lowry's back in the rotation because I feel like Kyle Lowry, being the elite playmaker that he is, can get Duncan Robinson those open shots that other players in the rotation right now can't get him. I'm I'm not really confident on Lowry, guys. That's my hot take, and and, and by that I mean like I feel like if he plays, I I, I don't think he's gonna be that efficient. I mean I feel like he's really he's playing scared on his hamstring. I mean he tried to come back, he got injured. That's gonna bring do him, something. Bring him to off him. the bench. Bring him off the bench. I, I, yeah, I, I agree with that. Should, if we're gonna continue to, if Vincent's gonna continue to play, outplay him. I don't see the reason to bring him back. Are Please you leave. kidding me? Why not for the bench? Not to bring back Kyle freaking Lowry. I said if, so if, if Kyle Lowry is going to continue play out playing Kyle Lowry and Kyle Lowry's still injured, don't force them back. Yeah, but I'm saying if Lowry's healthy, regardless, I'm bringing him off the bench. Yeah, no, to run for the sure. unit. But Lowry in the Philly series, in the Philly series, excuse me, in the Philly series, Kyle Lowry wasn't healthy, and he he kind of forced his way back onto the court. I mean, yeah, to, but that game, if, that Philly game is one of the ones I actually remember. Bro, Lowry was setting people up that game. We were just missing our shots. He didn't. He didn't score, but he had a lot of open up. He he was setting up players that whole that whole game. If he we had our shots, bro, we would probably won the game three. I'm, yeah, I'm, Kyle Lowry did taint his little reputation a little bit with those with that game in Philly. A lot of people see him as a liability because we lost. But I mean, he does a lot more than just put the ball in the basket. When it comes to, I mean, fast break points. Yeah. He's if he comes back, I mean, we don't got to worry about Marcus Smart dropping thirty because I think Kyle Lowry is a very good defender, at least for his position. He's a very good on the ball defender. He, I mean, he has the best, he has the most charges in the league, doesn't he? I believe so. He has more charges yeah. than like a bunch of teams by himself. Yeah, yeah that's, exactly. that's somebody that when they're healthy, I mean, you kind of have to throw them in the starting lineup or at least throw them in the mix where he's getting at least 27, 28 minutes because, I mean, he's an elite player and whatever he brings to the table is going to be positive. I don't see Kyle Lowry like bringing this team down any way, shape, or form. He's just going to get everybody else activated active mm-hmm. in the system i think jimmy won't be averaging 40 with kyle Lowry on the floor but i do think that bam will get a couple more buckets i think hero will get a couple more buckets oladipo is probably going to suffer minutes due to that but yeah I, i'm not sure if you guys are aware of this maybe you are because they talk, they spoke about this on espn uh after the game or during the game or before the game i mean i don't know the whole game they were talking about it um udoka was um one of those people on the Spurs side of the bench when Ray Allen hit that shot in mm. 2013. Now, he, now, now he's now he's coaching the Celtics in the Eastern Conference Finals against the Miami Heat. What do you guys think about this battle between Spo and Udoka? Because Udoka is a good a good coach. Um, what do you guys think about this Spo versus Udoka battle? He had seven games with the Spurs. Now he's only going to have four. <laughs> max we'll five he did five we'll finish, max. we'll finish it quick this time for him <laughs> for real i mean do you guys you I mean, a good coach you he's just no he is he's you is a good coach who, who who adjusts really well but spo's been in the game for a lot longer than he has and i i just think there's levels to it i'm like don't get me wrong i think you know one of the top coaches in the league like legit already first season but i also think that Eric Spolsha's top two, and he's probably and he's not, not two. two. Facts. Yeah. So uh, that's just my opinion. You guys think who, he, who got who got coach of the year? Monty Williams. Is he still in, in the playoffs? 
I don't believe so, man. I don't believe so. Oh, Should have gone to Spo, man. Should have gone to Spo. Uh, you guys think um he stands a chance against Spo at all? I mean, like, I mean, of um, course, I mean, it's the NBA, man. Anybody stands a chance against anybody. It, not NBA. only that, but the Celtics are really freaking good. They I mean, they beat us three out of yeah, four. Yeah, that's that's one of the teams I respect. We got a rivalry. It's fun, man. I love playing against the Celtics because it's not like the Sixers, bro. Sixers fans are god awful. Their <laughs> I hate team, you guys. I hate, I hate everyone on their team. I'm gonna share another picture real quick. Where's this guy? Probably not, I don't know if it's about to happen. Oh my god, where is this guy, bro? Look at this gummy bear. This gummy bear right here. How, bro? How can you be a fan? I'm not even going to the Sixers right now. They don't deserve my attention. Whatever. You, Udoka. Back to Udoka. Definitely, he's got a chance, bro. He's a smart coach. <laughs> we're we're talking about Udoka, and then all of a sudden he just like. Ro- roast I roasted Curtis Niang real quick bro. for no reason. Bro, I, and now right back to you, Doka. Dude, all, I don't know why. All of my like most hated players were on the Sixers at some point. Bro, Marco Bellinelli, I loved that guy before. Joined the Sixers, I hated him. Dario you Sarge, only hated him because of that series against the Heat, bro. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he torched us, man. He Bellinelli. torched us. For real. Bellinelli, Sar- all the ugly players on the Sixers are annoying. All right, back to you, Doka. Yeah, he turned the team around. Definitely gave them a defensive identity. Obviously, he has a chance. But like Ryan said, there's levels to it. Uh, also, yes, like, something that Udoka, like, I'm sorry. I like Brad Stevens, especially as a, a, a as a GM. Udoka's another tier above uh, Brad Stevens in coaching. I mean, one of the big reasons we beat the Celtics in 2020 uh, was because they played so heavy iso ball. And this year's Celtics are way different. They're way different. That's why halfway through the season, it kind of seems like the Celtics bought into ball movement and a lot tougher defense. And that's why they're the two seed. That's why they're looked at as the favorites out of the East. And I, I think that all goes credit to Ime Yudoka for sure. Now, you mentioned uh, they that, that they bought into uh, moving the ball and stuff. And uh, what do you guys, I mean, we know Tatum and Brown. I mean, to me, it's like a clear cut. I mean, it's obvious. Tatum and Brown are going to be the two anchors of that team. They're going to be the ones that are going to carry that team. Um, what do you guys think about the Miami Heat? I mean, some people thought it was Jimmy Bam. Now people are, you know, I've heard some things people are saying is Jimmy Hero because Hero's a shot creator. He is like the best off the dribble scorer on the Heat. Jimmy um, Strews. Jimmy Strews, Jimmy um, Lowry. Who do you think? It's gonna be that pair, that partner in crime next to Jimmy for the Heat. It's gonna be the whole team. We don't do two players. We do the whole roster. I agree. I mean, I don't think it's gonna be that one player. I think every night it's gonna be Jimmy. Look at the look at the look at the the stat sheets, bro. 41, 10, 11, 17, 18. Come on, man. Dude, it's gonna be Spoles playbook and Jimmy J, uh, PJ Tucker's corner three. Those are your two. That's Without your dynamic PJ. duel right there. Yeah, indeed. Shout out to PJ Tucker, man. Got injured, still came out. Jason Tatum had oh, zero played. field goals. Zero. He's, bro, he's wearing the he's wearing he was wearing Jordan tens last bro, game. Bro, I know he's such a what are you bro, doing hooping in tens? That's like beyond black air force energy, bro. And they were suede too. The red suede yeah. uh tens. Yeah, those bro. are tough. They were tough though. You guys know what's really impressive. Games, bro. Okay, I want to hear an impressive stat. Tucker only okay, so whenever Tucker was guarding uh, Brown in the second half. Uh, no, I'm sorry, not Brown. Tatum. 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 Tatum only shot three field goals. Only three. He's made zero. Now, 
that speaks volumes on Tucker because Tucker didn't let him get a shot off, man. He let he only let him shoot three times. That's it. No more. Tucker isn't. He does it all, man. He does it all. I mean, mm-hmm. he's he's amazing. I mean, he's six foot five. People call him undersized, whatever, but he does it all. He's a hustler. He's that dog you need on your team. He's yeah. what I strive to be in courtside. For what do you what do you think the PJ in, in his name stands for? I don't know, yeah. man. It's gonna be so like you know how like J.R. Smith, it's not J.R. It's, be, it's like Earl. It's gonna be something like that. Wait, so what? What does PJ mean, Steve? I don't know. I was thinking peanut butter jelly, uh, <laughs> the prime judiciary because he does whatever he wants. I don't know, bro. I don't know. I really don't know oh. what it means. I was asking you guys. <laughs> Yeah, I thought you guys were going to do something, I you're, something no, I funny. Yeah, I thought, <laughs> I thought you were going to say something funny. Gonna, like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, you guys know what his real name, what his real name is, right? It's that's Anthony Leon. It's Anthony Leon. That's his name. Anthony Leon like, Tucker Jr. That's his real name. So weird name. Oh. So anyway, what's PJ, what PJ for? That's just his wow. nickname. The initial stand for Pops Jr. Wow, oh, yeah. That's even, right. That just... That yeah, that's right. Retired nah, it's, it's for Papa John's. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. 50% off off of he win, baby. Damn, All right, guys, so, you know, giving every, you know, with everything we just talked about for the last, I don't know, I think it was probably like half an hour or something. It was a long time. What do you got? Okay, so now I think it's about that time to give our predictions here. Eat in five. Unbiased, shut up. Unbiased heat <laughs> predictions. Okay. I'm dead ass. Manny, you, you go first. Eat in five. Okay. And why? We're just better. Okay. What? What? Since you're saying Heat in five, what's the one game that we're gonna lose? We're gonna lose either game three or game four, just because we want to end at home, not because we're actually gonna lose. We're just gonna let them win one, so we finish at home and we could celebrate here before going to the finals and beating Dallas in six. Okay, book it. All right. How about you, Steven? Um. Say so Heat in five. Really? And <laughs> you guys are crazy. Listen, listen. I feel like this. No, all right. Okay. I'm going to be scared. I'm going to. You're going to be a scared little Heat fan. Heat, heat in six. Four. Heat in six. Bro, the Heat could win in five. Boston's good. These games are going to come close to the end. If Miami's really about it, I'm saying Heat in five. So after that fourth game in Boston, we're going we're gonna to lose one of the. No, wait. Yeah. Right? We'd lose one of the games in Boston. Yeah. And I said, we come back to Miami for game five. And like Bad Bunny said, Otra Noche in Miami. We send them home. We go to the finals. Book it. Uh, you Ryan. Crazy. I, I have like a whole different perspective. I I I, I think the Celtics Boston in seven. I <laughs> listen, listen. I, I I think Boston's probably gonna come back and beat us in game two, uh, with with uh, Marcus Smart back. Dude, the game's gonna look a whole lot different. Uh, I I yeah. this is probably bias. I don't. You'll end is. the podcast. Dude, I think that he could win in six or seven. But to say Boston's only going to win one game, that's to me, that's crazy. Okay, listen. Right, I mean, okay. my bad. Ryan. Sorry to interrupt you. Just, Ryan said that it's going to be different. It's definitely going to be different. You think they're going to score 42 points in the paint? I have. <laughs> and that we're only going to be down eight? We were only down eight. But that first quarter, I didn't even look. I barely looked at the scoreboard. I actually thought we were down 10. We were only down three. So it's going to be different for both sides. These games are going to be a lot closer. Listen, and hey, we might we might blow them out. Someone might get hot. There's a lot of factors. It's just in Miami. I'm just gonna say this right here, Ryan. The fact that you said that we're gonna lose game two is mind-boggling to me. Not you wanna know why? The Miami Heat are the only team left in the playoffs who are undefeated at home. We're seven and we're undefeated. We're undefeated at home in the playoffs. 
Oh my. We are seven and oh. Because so we why, blast pepas. That's why I'm gonna that's why I'm gonna say we're gonna lose. I mean, I'm sorry, we're gonna <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna lose games three and four. I think I think it's heat in, in six. I think it's heat in six. Hmm. The Celtics. Eight. I I I'm scared of that Celtics arena. Have you guys seen that Celtics Duncan arena? Robbins is not though. Yeah, it's mad. The is scared of the, the Celtics arena. <laughs> Dude, that arena is extremely loud. That's gonna that's gonna yeah. rattle. That's gonna rattle us, bro. And also the Celt- the Celtics are they feed off the energy just like the Heat, bro. I'm telling you, I tell no, everybody, yeah, of course. I tell everybody the Heat, the Celtics are just Miami Heat 2.0, except our coach is better and our leaders are better. And Miami's better. Who wants to live in Boston? Come on, guys. We have a, a much better bench too. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. I'm talking about like our yeah. I mean, overall, I. They value defense just as much, actually, probably even more than offense at this point. Anyway, guys, so he, Manny and Steven got it at five. He didn't five. Ryan got it. He didn't six or seven. seven. I got it. I, I'm I, I'm gonna damn seven. I'm gonna yeah. say he didn't six, bro. I'm gonna say he didn't six. Shocker. So, the fans take heat. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Bro, just out of context question. Uh, Ryan, Golden State or Dallas, and in how many games? Golden State in five. See, see, that's how you know that this guy's a Curry wiener rider. You know what I'm saying? Dude, they just blew him out by 25. It doesn't matter. Dallas is not a good team. They have a They are a good team. Luka what are you talking about? They have a that superstar in Luka Doncic. Dude, and if you eliminate that, if you eliminate the number one seed who was the title favorite the whole entire year, dude, Vegas had them at, like, I don't know, whatever their odds were. You're a good team. Dude, the adjustments Jason Kim made were crazy. He, you know, they, he's a good head he coach. literally made Chris Paul look like a cone, like Fab Bev said. Literally made Chris Paul look like a cone. You don't eliminate yeah. them. You completely obliterate them. Like and that's great, but they're not doing that. The Phoenix Suns are really good. They were they were really good. The Warriors are better. I still think Warriors. It's I think it's going to six or seven. Whoever wins wins. I really don't, I, I don't care. Think wins it's going that far, respectively. I don't. Think I it's think going it will, bro. Okay, guys. <laughs> I'll maybe we'll, maybe, right maybe we'll go ahead and discuss this in a different episode here. Maybe we'll Luka cover had 20 points on six for 18 shooting. I understand okay. that's not going to keep up, but they just got blown out by 25 points. And I, game, I cannot see the, the Mavericks playing any better. Well, They're, they will be playing better. I cannot see them stealing more than two games in this series. Legit. I see them stealing four. No chance. <laughs> Zero chance. No, no. I think Lucas turns a little bit more. It's the Warriors. Don't get me wrong. I'm rooting for Dallas. Because I got I got $20. Dallas wins next Okay, game. listen, no, listen, no listen, listen. This is getting a little bit too out of hand, guys. Let's put actually. Put your money where your mouth is. We got to I, our... I want Dallas to win because if the Heat go to the finals, Dallas is a way easier matchup. We're beating both of them in five. Actually, I said six, six. I can't take back what I said. Okay, guys. I don't know, you know what? I'm actually super down to do a, 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 another episode for the Western Conference Finals as well. I'm super down for that. But that's an, that's going to be it for this episode, guys. We talked a lot of stuff. I've really, I I really enjoyed talking about this with you guys today. Um, looking forward to it. Um, the next heat game is soon uh, at home again. Marcus Smart is is uh, he's questionable. Al he's Horford probable. doubt. He's probable. And then uh, um, Al Horford is doubtful. Horford is doubtful. I mean, uh, it's gonna be. I mean, Horford's probably not gonna play. I mean, I I think he's still. He, he can't because it has to be at least COVID, five yeah. days. Yeah. Yes, COVID. And uh, what's his name? And their coach is sick right now, so I don't know. We'll see what happens on the day of. Okay, guys. Well, uh, we really appreciate you guys for tuning in for our first episode here. Um, 
please follow us on Instagram. Uh, subscribe to us on YouTube. Follow the podcast as well. We'll keep coming at you guys with some more episodes. Until then, see ya.